0: The return of the Star Trek The Next Generation crew for Picard Season 3 was not some grandmaster plan hatched by the franchise Think Tank. Instead, it was a major deviation of the original plan Patrick Stewart reluctantly agreed to. If you think Star Trek fans are fortunate to get one last dance among the stars with their TNG favorites, the fact Picard was made at all is quite astonishing. Stewart famously said no to everyone who came knocking with a new idea for bringing Jean-Luc Picard back to TV. And when he heard CBS was developing a series featuring the role he originated, he planned to turn them down. But he wanted to meet them face to face, out of respect, and tell them exactly why he was going to say no to their show. After 20 minutes or more of explaining to them all the reasons why he was saying no, Alex Kurtzman, Akiva Goldsman, and Michael Chabon thanked him and then asked if they could tell him why Star Trek and Picard in particular intrigued them. When they were talking, Stewart said a little tingle started in his spine with regards to some of the ideas and concepts they were talking about. I mean, I had skipped the tingle phase and went straight to the drool phase. He would eventually agree to do Picard, but he had some specific terms and conditions before agreeing to revive Jean-Luc. He wasn't interested in going back and recreating the next generation. He wasn't interested in a walk down memory lane, and certainly didn't want to bring the gang back together. But why? What was Patrick Stewart worried about? And what was it that finally changed his mind? You don't want to miss this episode. And if you haven't already subscribed to our channel, please do so now. And give us a thumbs up if you want more news about your favorite shows. Also, click the notification bell to never miss an episode. And make sure you stay tuned to the end to see how to get this awesome Star Trek Picard winery inspired graphic design from the amazing artists at Mixtees.com. To understand why Stewart was adamant about not doing a show with his previous co-stars, you have to take a look at what was going on in his life at that time. He was coming off a very successful and very different take on his other iconic character, Professor X, with the movie Logan. The movie was a deeper look at his character. No longer the strong leader of the X-Men, his character is aged and ailing at a remote outpost on the Mexican border. What is Mexico? Stewart loved the new take on the classic character. He felt like he was taking the character to new places instead of rehashing what they'd already done in previous movies. Sound familiar? Stewart had also vocally aligned himself against right-wing politics and was simmering in frustrations with the current events of Brexit and new American president Donald Donald Trump. We're going to build a wall. It's going to be built. To put it simply, Stewart was frustrated with the direction the world was going. Kurtzman and his team were able to pitch him on a show that centered on an aged Jean-Luc Picard, exploring a world that has changed significantly in the past couple of decades. This would end up being a case of life mirroring art. And to ensure the vision and direction of Picard was maintained, Stewart also negotiated to be in the writer's room and to be a part of the creative team. And it's not that Stewart doesn't love and adore his castmates from TNG. He felt strongly that the work they did over seven seasons of The Next Generation was completed, and that any revisiting of this could potentially ruin that successful accomplishment realizing there was no way to tell Picard's story with at least a little flavor from the past. We bring flavor. Flavor. Stewart would eventually cave to small cameo appearances from Data, Riker, and Troy during season one. They would end up being important to the story, but essentially aren't more than cameo roles. No, this iteration of Star Trek Picard was about Rios, Rafi, Soji, Elnor, and Jurati, with a little seven of nine to keep things Borg flavored. Mm a of mm. but as we roll into season three the future characters of picard have all been canceled with the exception of rafi and seven did you have any kind of uniform i have to ask because you know i i had a cat suit really <laughs> Stewart and Goldsman have said all along there was a three-year plan for the crew. So what happened and why did it change? And more importantly, what got Patrick Stewart to finally change his mind about bringing back the cast of TNG? Ironically, we believe it was the crew of the Enterprise that would eventually bring it with the winds of change. But hold on to that thought for a moment. Remember how awkward it was when Whoopi Goldberg and John Delancey had been asked to join Stewart on Picard Season 2, but Gates McFadden, LeVar Burton, and Michael Dorn were telling interviewers no one had approached them about the show at all? to any Star Trek TNG fan, the thought is, why not? Cameos weren't the problem in season one. You can point fingers at the serialized format or Mass Effect monsters from another dimension or even bad story writing, but you can't blame Riker looking large and in charge as he rides in on the USS Sang-he to save the day with his Federation posse. The bottom line is Stewart was all too aware of paying too much attention to fan appreciation and he didn't want it to derail the show. Good luck with that. The problem was his interactions with Data, Riker and Troy were arguably some of the best parts of Picard season one. And when Guinan and Q were announced to come back for season two, there was no other plot lines. People didn't want to know what Soji, Jurati, and Elnor were going to be doing during the second season. We don't care. Star Trek fans wanted to know what had happened to Guinan and Q and what they were up to now. Whether they want to admit it or not, the new creators and showrunners of star trek weren't making new shows for old fans they had this really interesting idea that a whole bunch of new young faces could create it and they didn't need the old fans to watch new star trek no it's ridiculous and with this thinking we get picard season one and the first two seasons of discovery And then something really amazing happened. Remember earlier when we said the crew of the USS Enterprise would eventually bring the winds of change? That crew was the NCC-1701 Constitution-class ship captained by Christopher Pike. It would be the charming, scene-stealing Anson Mount who showed up to add much of the needed spice to Discovery Season 2. It would be at some point during that season that fan backlash over New Trek was at its maximum frustration and calls for a Captain Pike series would begin whether it was network executives or Alex Kurtzman having a coming to Jesus moment. But someone in the chain of command understood that the Star Trek franchise wasn't going to get far without its 50 plus year fan base. It was at this point, things started changing. Discovery was sent away to the future. Picard season two was seeing the return of iconic characters and a new show called Strange New Worlds was being made. And it was going to have the same original formula as old Trek. Now we're talking. Kurtzman was on board, Goldsman was touting the new recipe, and they even brought on a new showrunner for Picard with serious old Trek credits in Terry Metalis. But Patrick Stewart still wasn't budging. My name is Patrick. I'm English, like the muffins. It would take Goldsman, fellow producers, and other writers to convince Stewart the original TNG characters could be brought back without rewinding the clock. The formula is simple tell a good story, be true to the canon of the franchise, and most importantly, give the fans what they want. Uh. (laughs) If you aren't making a TV show for the fans, then who are you making it for? Yes, narcissism is rampant across the globe, and nowhere more so than Hollywood. (laughs) Ah, that's hot. That's but success is rarely achieved alone. And the truth of the matter is that even if you think you've created something amazing, it isn't truly special unless the people you create it for think it is. I prefer a dose of common sense. It's a good thing for all Star Trek fans that Stewart finally caved and let his old friends come back and share the spotlight with him again. While Picard is arguably our favorite character from TNG, he didn't run the ship alone. He didn't tell the stories alone. Us fans fell in love with all of them. We showed up each week to see what would happen to the new crew. It's only fitting that as the franchise writes the final chapter in the life of Jean-Luc Picard, that the same people that helped lift him up is there to stand by his side in the end as well. Oh, Oh, man. What do you think? Are you happy the TNG crew is coming back for season three? Will you miss many of the season one and two characters that won't be coming back? Who will you miss the most? Which legacy TNG character are you most looking forward to see? Let's talk about it in the comments below. Let us help you Jean-Luc. We'll find a way forward. Together. Also, check out this incredible Star Trek Picard Winery inspired graphic design from the amazing artists at Mixtees.com. Get 20% off your purchase by using coupon code ThePopcast. The link is in the description below. Didn't mean I was going to let you go it alone.